Hello, Timothy. How are you? I'm doing very well. Coffee's in hand. All is right with the world. Yes, indeed. I'm wearing my Krampus sweater, mm-hmm. my Krampus Christmas sweater. Uh-huh. Um, the back of it, which you can't see, is even better. It has it. It's like a, a knitted sweater depicting Krampus mm-hmm. um, chaining up children, and it's very gruesome and dark. Um, I can do the holidays as long as they are scary. <laughs> so basically I need to turn Silent every... night, deadly night. Exactly. Basically I need to turn yeah. every single holiday into Halloween. So it's like <laughs> every holiday is Halloween with a theme. So Christmas is winter Halloween with snow, mm. lots of red and green. And then mm. like Valentine's is Halloween plus pink. And then 4th of July is Halloween plus fireworks. <laughs> and <laughs> I have decided that I can embrace... And then Thanksgiving is Halloween plus um, homicidal turkeys. So I have decided that I can do holidays as long as I make them Halloween. <laughs> there you go. Oh, boy. Well, I... When I lived in Germany, uh, of course, they did know about Krampus. Uh, that's how you say it in German. But the there are like different cultural and regional variations of that. And the one that I learned was uh, where is where they called him by a name, Ruprecht, R-U-P-R-E-C-H-T, oh. Ruprecht. Nice. Like Rupert, I guess. Like Rupert Murdoch, basically. <laughs> fair that is that is a super villain <laughs> all right but, uh, i i remember i had to uh memorize poems that you would say to him uh if he would come to your house like uh, and uh, translated be repressed repressed good guest have you brought your have you brought something with you if you brought something please sit down if you haven't then go away so why did you need to memorize these poems? <laughs> oh, I did it when I was in when I, when I was in German class. Plus, oh, um, so this wasn't to actually ward off Ruprecht. Ruprecht oh no, Ruprecht. Like, what happens? Ruprecht. If, yeah. What happens if you don't say the poems? Do you uh, die? You gotta switch. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. That's Ru- tolerable. Ruprecht. Yeah, yeah. Ruprecht had uh, like a bag of switches that he would bring with him uh so and if uh like the version of well you get coal in your stocking rupresh would give you a switch if you've been bad over the year okay fair all right well hello everyone welcome to house of heretics this is the paid subscriber podcast for um let me jesus let me try that again my script is all fucked up hello kittens welcome to house of heretics the podcast for paid subscribers where Timothy and I drink coffee and talk about bullshit for your listening pleasure. Timothy, former Salvation Army officer turned Christian heretic, um, and myself, of course, your fearless leader of sacred tension. (laughs) Anyway, so last last time we did this show, you hinted at like how horrific and traumatizing Christmas was when you were in the Salvation Army because you were a a Christmas ringer. 
for the yeah. Salvation Army and like how fucking brutal that was. Like I got this very dark picture of what Christmas time was like for officers in the Salvation Army. So yeah. like what like I, I'm picturing I'm I'm picturing like uh like a very stern woman in a Salvation Army officer uniform like yelling at a troop of of Christmas ringers in like this this terrifying rundown dilapidated barracks like no you can only sleep for three hours you have to get back out there and like people and and like Salvation Army people like crying like no I can't do it anymore I can't ring the bell anymore so this is these are the images that came to mind to my mind when you talked about being a ringer is this an accurate mm. depiction of what your life was like during christmas <laughs> uh not really but i mean <laughs> <laughs> but it was so much business so much commotion that uh for me being trying to be a christian pastor there was very little room to actually celebrate christmas yeah. Um, uh, we the. I'll just give you a bit of a rundown of uh, that the the Christmas kettles that we call them the bell ringing thing. It is a huge income earner for the Salvation Army. I don't know what the current stats are since I'm no longer with the Salvation Army. But back when I was a Salvation Army officer, about half of our income came through. Our Christmas appeal. Holy shit. So they were like, yeah. you better get out there and ring your goddamn hearts out. Seriously. Um, and the people who work out there for the most part are paid employees. So okay. so they're actually um, paid to to be ringers. Minimum wage, but yes. Okay. Um not not all of them are of course the, the uh the most desirable people to get were the people who would volunteer to ring for us. And we would get different clubs like a Rotary Club or Kiwanis Club or something like that to come do it or, or a women's group or a ch an, maybe even another church group to help um, do that. Um, and then uh, uh, after a while, of course, the Salvation Army realized that um, we weren't getting enough money that way. And so they had to do an, our mail appeal. And so... Um, no, and that doesn't mean uh, we send out a male stripper somewhere. But uh, <laughs> why not? You would get so much more money. Like get someone, get like hot people in the Salvation Army uniform to do like mm -hmm. a a uniform strip tease. You know, in the same way, like go. they have like policemen strippers and and military strippers. Get a Salvation Army officer stripper. Yeah, I could definitely think of a couple who would admirably fit that. But for the most part, <laughs> being a Salvation Army officer would, uh, yeah, they tend to be overweight now, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, it's okay, we all are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, it's not going to be the most glamorous thing. It would be like more like a full Monty type of thing, like the, like the movie The Full sure. Monty, where it's just an ordinary person there. <laughs> <laughs> but um so uh they would do mail appeal 
And uh, we then it was determined, this was when I left, about half the Christmas income that we would get was from kettles, from our bell ringing, and then the other half from our mail appeal. Uh, from what I understand, that donations on Christmas have gone drastically down. Part of it was due to COVID. Part of it was due to people not actually carrying cash in, hardly at all anymore. So um, if you go around now to the various kettle sites, they'll actually have these things where you can scan a QR code for PayPal or Venmo or or whatever there. So <laughs> nice. Well, okay. So yeah. moral of the story, when you see a Salvation Army bell ringer, go mm -hmm. up to them with this look of concern in your eyes and be like, do you need help? <laughs> blink blink uh, twice. Blink uh, twice if you need me to right. rescue you. <laughs> they, those people, uh, well, and they are also the... You know, with all the issues and problems I have had with the Salvation Army officer, the last person to talk to about those issues would be the people who are ringing those bells because they have no clue at all about the issues facing the Salvation Army. It's like, so, it's like you know, someone yelling at a wage worker about some problem mm -hmm. they have at the store. It's like the wrong right. person to vent your rage on. Like this kid has no idea what you're talking about. You're just stressing them out. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. um, right. Yeah, no. So, so go on, go on, go on. No, you're fine. Uh, what I was trying to say is uh, it's a lot of sleepless nights. We're trying to get schedules done. We're trying to get everything filled as much as possible. When I lived in Germany, it was even worse because there was none of this. There, um, They had no people at every street corner in fact that was very difficult to get permission to actually do that you'd have to get a special permit from the state government or the local city government to collect money on the streets and for the most part what the way we did it in germany is we had this organ grinder um you know the the thing that cranks out music and mm -hmm. it would uh um uh, play Christmas songs. Um, my brain, because uh, I am a because I'm a horror person. Yes. When I hear organ grinder, I, my brain goes yes. in a completely different direction. Anyway, go on. You think of an immense, immense uh, something to mince meat or something. Yes, like that, I think of, of human meat being pushed through a a oh. an or, a, like a, a mince meat grinder in some like horrifying Appalachian butcher shop. And no, there was no monkey, Fred. Uh, <laughs> just me in a monkey suit of a Salvation Army uniform <laughs> there, basically. <laughs> uh, but, and so we would play this and we would have to move every 10, 15 minutes from spot to spot um, uh, to in the downtown pedestrian area. To And uh, yeah, the most part, I was not able to get people from other organizations or churches. It was just the local people who attended our church um, who would be able to help us out. And, except, and but probably 50% of the time it was me on the street there um, doing it. So trying to collect money, trying to do all this, and then trying to also do all my duties as a pastor in the Salvation Army was next to impossible. There was no Sabbath day at all. So, um, 
for the rest. There was no resting whatsoever. And it was very, very difficult. And it got to the point where you just dreaded when September rolled around because uh, um, September was the time that people started preparing. Sometimes it's even earlier now um, uh, for the Christmas kettle season. And it was just it, every time I walk by one of those bell ringers, I just sort of wince internally because of all the, the, basically, all the stress and you know all what the it's bad like. memories. Yeah. Yeah. No. Every like, learning, Christmas. learning. Mm -hmm. go, no, go on, go on, go on. I was just saying, I learning little things like, hey, I need a carpet or even a piece of cardboard to stand on so that the cold from the cement doesn't seep up into your feet. Yes. <laughs> so, little things like that. Miserable. Just, Every yeah. Christian minister I know survives like a war. Christmas is like a war zone for so many ministers I know because they're having to arrange these huge events and everyone's falling apart because it's Christmas and you're and you're still having to keep up like you're still having to preach every week or at least make sure people preach every week and yeah everyone i know is like on the